0: It's the spring of 2016, and a mother and daughter both go missing from San Francisco, California. But when the mother, Nicole Fitz, is found dead in a shallow grave, the search for her missing daughter, Ariana Fitz, intensifies. An investigation unearths a history of complicated relationships and many curious theories about where Ariana Fitz may be today. I'm your host, Nisa. Welcome to the Lost Crimes Library podcast. This is the story of the unsolved murder of Nicole Fitz and the mysterious disappearance of her daughter, Ariana Fitz. It's the beginning of 2016, and 32 year old Nicole Fitz is raising her two and a half year old daughter Ariana in San Francisco, California. She's raising Ariana on her own, trying her best to make a good life for her family. She's busy balancing work with being a mom and securing childcare for her young daughter. At the end of the previous year, Nicole's living situation and childcare situation was precarious. She spent some time in a homeless shelter with her youngest child, Ariana, but she decided it would be best to send her older daughter to live with her father in Southern California, where he could better provide for her. During this time at the shelter, Nicole met a street pastor named Lamasani Briggs. This woman offered to help Nicole and Ariana by inviting them to stay in their home, and Nicole took her up on this offer. Nicole really needed a more stable environment to raise her daughter, and she really needed someone she could trust to watch Ariana while she was working at Best Buy. So, Nicole paid Lamasani Briggs to rent a room in her home and for babysitting. However, after a few months, Briggs' niece, Ciolo Hearn, started babysitting Ariana instead. It's not made clear why this change between Lamasani babysitting Ariana and Ciolo Hearn took place. But it seems that Nicole was fine with this change because, more than anything, her child was being looked after by someone she believed she could trust. However, this agreement wasn't really going to plan. There was some growing tension between Nicole and Lamassani Briggs. According to Nicole's sister, Briggs was being abusive to Nicole. There were times when Briggs wouldn't give Nicole a key to the house where she was staying and where her daughter was being looked after. Another instance of abuse was when Briggs had been caught reading Nicole's journal, totally violating her privacy. And allegedly, the abuse got even worse when Briggs would frequently send Nicole text messages in which she called her names. By November 2015, Nicole's sister had decided to step in and find a way to help Nicole and Ariana. So she picked Nicole and Ariana up from Briggs' home to remove them from this unhealthy and toxic environment, and take them to her own home in Santa Cruz, California. However, this move to Nicole's sister's place in Santa Cruz put Nicole at a good distance from her job. This meant she would have to commute for two hours each way to get to work, which was really inconvenient for Nicole, who was basically raising Ariana on her own. Because of the extended commute and sometimes long work hours, Nicole would often leave Ariana with Briggs's nieces, Sciolo Hearn or Helena Martin and Devon Martin was Helena's husband. And if Nicole thought she was going to be too late getting back, she would stay with friends rather than making the long trek back. She figured her daughter would already be asleep anyway. And this system worked for Nicole and Ariana for a while. Nicole was able to commute to work and provide for her family without worrying about childcare for her daughter. But at some point, Ariana's babysitters began making excuses as to why Nicole couldn't see her daughter whenever Nicole returned to pick her up. And this behavior from the babysitters really began to worry Nicole. At one point, a co-worker even offered to let Nicole and her daughter stay with them so Nicole and Ariana could get away from Briggs and Ariana's babysitters. However, things really got bad when they stopped letting Nicole see Ariana at all. Nicole took up her co-worker's offer to move in. After moving in, Nicole told the co-worker that she had been planning to get Ariana back from the people who had her. It was apparent to the coworker that Nicole was upset about not being able to see her child. The coworker advised Ariana to contact the police so they could intervene from a legal standpoint. However, no report was made. Instead, Nicole went out with a friend during the day on April 1, 2016. When she returned, she told her new roommate that she was going out after she received a phone call believed to come from one of her daughter's babysitters. To the roommate, Nicole was intent on getting her daughter back that night, but it was the last time anyone would see her. Because on that day that Nicole planned to get her daughter back, she suddenly disappeared. Family members of the Fitz alerted San Francisco police on April 5th, 2016, that Nicole and Ariana Fitz were missing. At the time of Nicole's disappearance, No one had seen Ariana for about six weeks. Nicole Fitz was last seen on April 1, 2016, and Ariana had not been seen since mid-February 2016. Nicole was believed to have traveled from her job at a Best Buy store on Harrison Street via a municipal railway vehicle on the 3rd Street corridor around 9.45 p.m., wearing her blue Best Buy shirt, and her daughter Ariana was last seen in late February in Oakland, California.
1: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
0: The investigation into Nicole's disappearance reveals that on the day Nicole disappeared, she sent text messages to her family saying she was heading to Fresno, California with someone named Sam. However, this was odd to her family because Nicole had never mentioned anyone named Sam before. And when the family is asked by police about who this Sam person is, they say they don't believe she knew anyone by that name. However, they think it is possible that someone else sent the text to cover up Nicole's sudden absence, like perhaps someone was trying to provide a cover for why Nicole may be missing. Detectives also learn that in the early morning hours of April 2nd, 2016, a post was made on Nicole's Facebook page. In this post read, quote, Spending time with my three-year-old need this break, end quote. But this post stuck out like a sore thumb to Nicole's family, for three reasons. Number one, Ariana was two and a half at the time, but the post said Ariana was three. Obviously, Nicole wouldn't have gotten her daughter's age wrong. Two, the post used improper grammar. And to Nicole's family, this is weird because Nicole always wrote with proper grammar. And three, the author of this post spelled the word "break" incorrectly. They spelled it B-R-A-K-E, like the brakes on a car. This tipped Nicole's family off because Nicole always used correct spelling. She simply wouldn't have misspelled the word "break." This just made Nicole's family feel that she did not disappear on her own volition and that something really bad had happened to her. A few days after being reported missing, Nicole's body was found. On April 8, 2016, a gardener in the John McLaren Park discovered a large piece of wood resting behind a clump of ivy covered bushes. This large piece of wood had an odd silver character painted on it, which made it stick out to the gardener. Underneath the wood, the body of Nicole Fitz was discovered in a fetal position in a shallow grave. Although Nicole's body has been found at this point, Ariana is still missing, and police are trying to figure out why someone would want to kill Nicole, and they're also trying to figure out where Ariana could be. After Nicole's body was discovered, police focused their attention on the individuals who cared for Ariana while her mother was working. When police visited with Ciolo Hearn and Helena and Devin Martin, they found them to be very uncooperative. They also made some conflicting statements which worried the police. And a deeper look into Ariana's babysitters showed some disturbing information, mainly that Helena Martin had a criminal record. She served six years in prison for murdering the father of her child. Police were now working a murder investigation and in a missing persons case at the same time. And according to the FBI, it's believed that Ariana was not with her mother, Nicole, when she was killed. But law enforcement does believe that the murder is related to Ariana's disappearance. At the time of her disappearance, Ariana was two years old, two and a half to be exact. She's black with black hair and brown eyes. So in the search for Ariana Fitz, the police investigated homes in Emeryville, Oakland, and Daly City, California. The police claimed that those who had last seen Ariana were uncooperative with the initial interview process. According to the police report, because Nicole was a single mom who worked long hours, Ariana was in the care of Helena and Devin Martin when she disappeared. And this married couple, along with Ciolo Hearn, are believed to be involved and have not fully cooperated with police. This automatically made them persons of interest. They were named persons of interest by police in a press conference about this case. However, no cause of death for Nicole has been released to the public. And neither Hearn, the Martins, or Briggs have been named as suspects in either Nicole's homicide or Ariana's disappearance. Since the disappearance though, the people who babysat Ariana have relocated and are believed to currently be living in Las Vegas, Nevada. When it comes to theories about what happened to Ariana Fitz Over the years, people have made many speculations. Law enforcement has never determined whether or not Ariana is alive. But today, police say we have to believe that she is. And Ariana's family agrees with this. The sisters of Nicole Fitz told the media that they still believe that Ariana is alive. And one sister has said that she believes, quote, someone wanted Ariana as their own child, end quote. Over the years, there has been a renewed interest in Ariana's case. Since 2016, when Ariana vanished, individuals have come forward to investigators with additional information on the case. It also helps that there have been advances in digital and biological forensic evidence, which has allowed investigators to learn more than they were able to at the time Ariana was reported missing and Nicole was murdered. Back in April 2021, San Francisco police released a rendering of a forensic sketch of Ariana that had been age-progressed to seven years old, along with two crime bulletins to the public. This age-progression photo will be linked in the show notes. To investigators, this age-progression is very critical because they believe if Ariana is still alive today, then this progression photo could lead to a major break in this case. Billboards with that photo have gone up in California and Nevada, And this was a strategic move by police, who know that Ariana's babysitters have since moved to Nevada. Police and the FBI say progress has been made in the investigation, but no one has been arrested. The family of Nicole and Ariana are now left in this painful limbo. Two mysteries continue to trouble them. Who killed Nicole, and where is Ariana? Nicole's sister Contessa holds onto memories of her sister, saying, quote, the biggest thing i remember about my sister is how much love she had how much love she had for pretty much everybody she met end quote and the family never gives up on looking for ariana they have created a website to highlight the search for her they offered a ten thousand dollar reward to anyone with information that may help them locate ariana and bring about her safe return best buy nicole's former employer also offered a $10,000 reward for direct information regarding Ariana. Over the years, though, the reward grew and grew. In 2021, police raised the reward for information about Ariana to $100,000. And in 2022, San Francisco and the FBI announced the increase of the reward for leads to $250,000. Anyone with information about the murder of Nicole Fitz or the whereabouts of Ariana Fitz, is asked to contact the FBI San Francisco Field Office at 415-553-7400 or the SFPD Anonymous tip line at 415-575-4444. You can also submit anonymous tips to the FBI. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lost Crimes Library podcast. If you enjoy the show, please show your support by leaving a rating and review on Apple and Spotify. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at the Lost Crimes Library pod. Before you go, make sure you hit the follow button because new episodes drop every Wednesday and you won't want to miss it.